Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 883. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbiismach at take10fortorah.org. So, in the month of Elul, as we've been focused, because I believe that uh, it's appropriate to focus on the month of Elul during the month of Elul, we should uh, think about tochacha, we should think about rebuke. Of course, rebuke, we generally hire somebody in our communities to be in charge of rebuke. The Rambam lists as one of the 24 things that is ma'akiv tshuva, we've talked about that before, one of the 24 things that withholds tshuva, that makes a cre- uh, creates a tremendous obstacle for tshuva. One of them is hasoneyas atochachos, one who hates rebuke one who hates rebuke, which makes sense. And the Ramam explains that here is why. Shahari lo tshuva. He does not have available to him a pathway towards tshuva. Shatochacha goremes tshuva. Because rebuke allows you to realize what you need to improve. Without somebody reminding you where you ought to be, without seeing what you could theoretically become or what you might be doing wrong, it's very unlikely that you're going to change to become anything more similar to that ideal. So says the Ramam, a person has to set up in every community, me Israel, every Jewish community, a chacham who is wise and, and uh, he's, uh, he's elderly, he's God-fearing, he should always have been God-fearing, an important caveat, he has to be beloved, who's going to be somebody who's going to be mochiach, the community, and hopefully if he's successful, return them all in Shua. And a person who hates tochacha, who hates rebuke, he's not going to come to this person, he's not going to come and, and allow that person to tell him what to do, and he won't listen, and he's going to stay doing exactly what he does, because there's nothing which will be the impetus to change. And that's the importance, it seems, of having this person who is there for tochacha. That's what the Rambam teaches, is the importance of having this person. Now, tochacha is a very big deal. Nowadays, we know there are many teachings. Gemara Erechon says, Amr Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah, Timihani, im yesh bedar hazem, mishi yodea lehochiach. I'd be amazed if I could find somebody who would be able to correctly and appropriately rebuke, because rebuke is hard. The Gemara continues, Amr Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah, Nevamas, Rabbi Shimon, uh, the same way you're supposed to say something that'll be heard, it's just as important to not teach something uh, to somebody that won't be heard. If they're not going to listen to it, there's even an idea in halacha, which we won't get into now, of mutav that it's better to perhaps not even teach something if you think that if you teach it, people will just transgress it. And so the Gemara here is saying that something which will not be listened to, something that will not be heard, is not worth teaching. Okay, so we have to get this balance uh, right. That Gemara Nerechen that we mentioned before continues. I'm Rabbi Tarfin. Tamaani, I'd be amazed. I'm Yesh Bedar Hazesh. I'm a Kabbal Tochacha. People don't really want to accept rebuke. No one's going to tell me what I should do. Let's say somebody points out, you know, you have a splinter between your eyes. Oh yeah? You have a beam between your eyes. I'm just going to somehow throw it right back on the person who says it to me. Who do you think you are to be able to tell me that I shouldn't be doing whatever it is that you think I shouldn't be doing? And so we end up with this big problem because obviously people need to learn, people need to improve, and yet we have the challenge of identifying people or identifying the methodology with which to deliver those messages. The Gemara Sota says, Be'ikvus Mashiach, in the footsteps of Mashiach, Chutzpah Yazga ve'in Tochachos. 
there's going to be a lot of chutzpah, and the Gemara continues to say that there's not going to be tochach, uh, the ability to rebuke, because you're going to try, and people are going to say, I, uh, I'm not interested, sorry, don't want to listen, aren't interested in the message that you have to deliver. Now, what are the most effective uh, ways to deliver tochacha. So I think it's probably obvious. The Rambam says, Whether or not you're talking about things that relate to their relationship between man and God and man and man, you should speak just one on one. You should speak softly. You should speak nicely. I'm really only doing this for your good. Hopefully, you're going to be doing this in a not patronizing type of way. I'm just trying to get you to the next world. I'm just trying to make sure that all of us are as successful as we can possibly be. If the person accepts it, that's great. Success. So the Rambam wants us to try to stress. Uh, and to do it again and again, as long as hopefully our methodology is appropriate. He says, And he says, he goes so far as to say, which is surprising, that a person has to attempt to be mochiach until the person is ready to smack him and say, get out of here. Okay, so that seems to be a very extreme methodology, methodology, especially if you don't think the person is going to listen, and might create a negative sentiment. But that's how far the Rambam takes our obligation. But back to um, what would be the most effective way of delivering the message. So the Sefer HaYashar of Rabbeinu Tam says, you have to remember that when you are uh, delivering the message, it has to be Yotzei Menalev, right? It has to be something which comes from your heart so that it may enter and penetrate their heart. Dvarim she Yotzei Things that leave your heart can penetrate somebody else's. And sometimes the very true test of whether or not a person is really speaking from their heart is whether or not the tochacha can be accepted. If it's just superficially delivered, if it's just something which a person says because they're supposed to say, or they want to say just to be critical, just to find something wrong with the other person, but not because of a true sense of wanting the other person to improve and wanting to see that happen from a real internal place, then it's clearly not going to get very far. The Reb uh, Chaim of Elijah says uh, the following language. He says, The secret, he says, is to make sure that you include yourself. You know, sometimes what people don't like when you give rebuke is you think you're better than me. You think you're some, something special. I have this problem. You identified it, and, and you don't have this problem. And you think I have a splinter between my eyes. You have a beam between your eyes. You're much worse. So Reb Chaim of Elijah suggests that perhaps we should try to figure out a way to include ourselves in the rebuke, so that we understand, it's not just me, it's, it's, it's not just you, it's me, it's all of us. Because no matter what, a person who is going to be giving to a chacha will not be a perfect person, and so therefore the more that they can sort of bear themselves, and it's really a, a process that we need to go through together, and you want to just bring the person along for that ride, that will be a more more uh, effective attempt at tochacha. Um some say that you know you have to make sure that uh, you, you speak kindly and nicely. And the Rambam did mention this: you have to speak kindly because that's going to be the only methodology that works. But if a person's unable to, so if a person has uh, the tendency to uh, really lose it and to, to yell and to scream and to not be able to control themselves, perhaps I've seen it suggested they are putter from the mitzvah tochacha. They just simply will not be able to effectively transmit the the idea that is uh, that is going to be required of them of giving over the story 
story or giving over whatever it is that you're trying to, the message, uh, in, in a calm and peaceful way. The Chavetz Chaim says that, you know, when a person's giving to a chach, he's speaking to really rabbis and he's speaking to uh, darshanim and magidim, people who speak to communities and a lot of people, you have to be very kind when you give tzedakah. And he says one of the reasons, forget about just, you know, they won't listen and then they're going to grate at your words if you're not going to do it with kindness. He says, you know, Jews are dealing with enough. And definitely in his time, it was much more difficult to be a Jew in the communities that they lived in. And so you're not going to make their lives harder. You're not going to give them more stress and more anxiety and more angst by giving a difficult message. Madua, he says, Yesh lahosef tzara al tzarasam. Why would you make life more difficult? Why would you present that things are worse than they are? Why, why would you do that and, and cause that type of uh, bitterness amongst Jews? You have to be very, very careful in how you do so. And so I'd close with the Mishnah's Rabbi Aaron, perhaps if it's so tricky and so complicated to either include yourself, to do it softly in a way where a person will not feel judged and a person will not feel that you are lording yourself over them or that you, the mochiach, the rebuker, are uh, going and patronizing them with their lack of proper behavior. So Rav Aaron Kuller suggests in Mishnah's Rav Aaron that the best possible way to give to Chacha is a rule that we learn in Gemara Brachos Dav Zayin. He says, it says there, Gedola Shimusha Shel Torah Yoser Milimuda. It is greater than the teaching of Torah is having somebody in the environment of Torah, sitting and watching somebody else behave in a Torah-appropriate manner. That is the best possible way for me to learn, for me to study, for me to derive lessons from somebody else. So if we want to really influence others, what we need to do is just not speak, but really just behave. We want to make sure that a person feels that positive peer pressure, and not just pressure, but that that person around us is somebody who we want to emulate, we want to model, we want to be like that person because what they're doing is so magnificent, what they're doing is so inspiring. So perhaps if we want to fulfill the mitzvah of Tochacha, and we're worried that people don't listen, and we're worried we're not going to be able to deliver the message right, all we should be doing is behaving around that person, not in a way which is in your face, but in a way which is going to be visible and is going to be a Kiddush Hashem, and something that the person wants to adopt and will be excited to accept, that might be the best way to fulfill Tochacha and rebuke in a practical and useful and effective way. Have a great day.